I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome back, everyone. Final segment of Inside Sources on a Wednesday. Hope you're having a fantastic one out there. Uh, great conversation with Sean Covey and the 30th anniversary of Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Uh, great one to go back and review. Uh, as I as I mentioned to Sean, my my dad had notes from a meeting he was in with my grandfather uh, with Stephen Covey, uh, and those principles still just rang true. And he referred to those uh, for decades and decades. Uh, so, so cool to uh, to have that conversation. Appreciate Sean and uh, his good work out there as well as the rest of that uh, amazing family. And uh, so as we come down the home stretch today, uh, producer Kellyanne was uh, was watching this interesting series with her uh, with her dad last night, which I love. There's there seems to be a lot more of uh, father child uh, TV watching going on or uh, reading and all kinds of good things going on. But she was uh, watching one that had to do with the Apollo program, a space program. It was a science channel documentary. It was called Moon Machines. Uh, and it went through all the science, all the engineering stuff, uh, some of the real nerdy stuff. Uh, I hate to call Kellyanne out on that, but I'm going to call Kellyanne out on that. Uh, but there's some really interesting lessons. I love that Kellyanne brought this because this I love it when people think this way. And what she was commenting on was this really interesting lesson from the space program as it relates to how do we move forward as we open up the economy, as we deal with debt and deficit, as we try to kind of spur things back into action for jobs and the economy. Uh, so really interesting. And the the one crux of it all was dealing with this concept of staging. The engineers knew that it would take this massive amount of fuel and energy to get to the moon. And so they had to figure out how in the world do they overcome the weight that that fuel would add to the mission. Uh, so listen to this explanation. This is genius. The Saturn I successfully demonstrated the key technique, which would be vital in building a much larger moon rocket. This was the concept of staging, in effect stacking multiple rockets one on top of the other. If, if you tried to go to orbit with all one stage, the amount of fuel and the size of the engines required would have to push the entire weight of that first stage to that full velocity. They learned that through analysis that the best way to do it was to get to orbit using multiple stages. So that the first stage would give you a certain amount of what they call delta V, change in velocity from zero to certain speed, and then you would drop off that whole stage, all of its tanks, all of its engines, and all the weight associated with it, so the second stage had much less mass to push. So, so they found that the solution, again, how do you create an engine big enough or have 
fuel enough and light enough to get you off the ground all the way to the moon. So they found that the solution was breaking the problem into stages, staged engines. And so that allowed them to reach the goal and shed the excess weight as they went. Uh, and that is, I mean, just think about it in terms of everything we're trying to accomplish and solve in the country today. Uh, we can do that to debt. We can do it to the crisis in and of itself. And the important thing is that we don't just do this big, massive thing thinking that will solve the problem. What we need to do is stages. So rather than just doing one massive $3 trillion uh, next phase from the uh, Democrats coming out of the House, how about we break that down into some smaller bills? In fact, it was interesting. Uh, even many Democrats that I've talked to about the trillion dollar, three trillion dollar spending package the House passed last week, even they're saying, "Wait a minute, that's this could be a separate bill. This could be a separate bill. This could be a separate bill. Do it in stages and then adjust, make." tweaks to it and then move forward. What's working? What's not working? What can be done better? Have we made sure that there's no waste, fraud, or abuse in the process? All of those things uh, are really critical. And so think about a lot of your problems that you're dealing with, whether that's at work, whether that's dealing with the virus, whether that's dealing with your finances, dealing with your spouse or your children or your community. Think of it in stages. Don't try to solve it all in one big whack. Learn from the Apollo program. Stages. Stages can allow us to move forward better, faster, with more certainty, and with more confidence. Give that a try today. I'm Boyd Matheson, opinion editor of the Deseret News. Great to be with you on KSL Inside Sources today. And as always, as you go out into the world today, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story, the struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.